T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. and company. I'm Sandy Beach. Thanks to all the people who came out uh, last night for the unveiling of the next three trips with Dan Neverett. We had to get chairs from other rooms. Uh, there were so many people there. We'll be talking about that a little bit later on. Meanwhile, up to date, after they get through singing, we're going to talk to Lauren Fix. News Talk 930 presents to you now, Sandy all right, uh, Lauren Fix is on the line from beautiful downtown L.A. Are you all set for the day? It's only 6 a.m. where you are. Oops, uh, there we go. That would help. Oh. You all set to go? Well, Lauren, you ready for a big day in L.A.? Yeah, I've been up for a while. Somebody called me about two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we start the actual interview, have you seen Ford versus Ferrari, the movie? Yes. What'd you think? I, I thought it was uh, very well done. I liked it. I actually saw it with Aaron Shelby, which is Carol Shelby's grandson, when we were at the SEMA convention, which is two weeks ago. So my husband, my son, and I all went, and it was great with 400 Shelby and Mustang enthusiasts. We filled the theater. It was oh, wow. Yeah. Experience. It's much more fun that way. It was uh, great to see it. Now, I, you're in L.A. for the auto show. I see a Mustang with an E on it. It seems like that's what most of the talk is about, an electric Mustang. Mm, well... It's going to be. <laughs> well, let's see. There was a lot of hype, and we knew that. And um, so we'll, when we got an early deep dive on Friday, so if you got in here early, which so I've been here for almost a week now, uh, they really talked deep into like the vehicle, why it was designed, how it was designed, the wheels, and everything. And we knew the name was going to be Ford Mustang Mach E. So just a little background, and um, so you understand my perspective. When you think of the word Ford Mustang. You, I know how you feel, Sandy. Yeah. I know Tony's this way, too. It's a passion. It's an enthusiasm. It's about power, collectability, just a unique, amazing car. And then you have a group of family of people that when you go to, I'm a, I'm a member of the Shelby Club, so it's, there's a Shelby convention that's national. I've been going since I was in high school. There's the Mustang Club of America. It's huge. I have a Mustang now, yellow convertibles. It gets more compliments than anything. Right, and the vehicle you're, you have the vehicle because why? Because of passion. Yeah. Power. I don't need an electric Mustang. I'm sorry. Exactly the problem. Exactly. So I, I, when I go to dinner with these people, I'm, I'm usually sitting with someone pretty close to the top, and uh, they ask me my opinion, and I said, "Well, I, said, I have no problem with what it looks like. It looks like a Mustang that's not an SUV, but maybe like a, almost a wagonish. It's kind of a crossover kind of look." I have no problem with the taillights that look like a Mustang. I have no problem with the logos in the front. I have a problem with the name. And they said, oh, yeah? 
I said, yeah, call it Mach E if you want, but don't call it Mach 1, because that was a performance line in 1969, 1970, and so forth. And I said, don't use the color Grabber Blue, as anybody can use Grabber Blue, because the color is specific to a performance line. So while I'm having my opinion of being quite down on the name, but I don't care everything else, they said, oh, we, we checked with a bunch of people. <laughs> Who did you talk to? Because they didn't talk to me. Uh, they said, we already knew your opinion. So if they knew that was going to be the case, and I, I've been talking to executives. I, I won't say any names. We'll say pretty darn close to the top, maybe three or four in line at the top. And uh, they said, I don't understand why you're so against this. And I said, well, if you go online, there's a change.org going on right now. There is a ton of enthusiasts who are unhappy. And I look at it this way from a business mindset. Every owner should be buying this. Every Mustang owner should be buying this car. Not if it looks like, not if it's that. So they're, are they marketing the, the that car and the uh, the 500 uh, Shelby uh, Mustang at the same time? Yeah, I actually bought a GT500. It should be coming very soon. Oh, let me know because I'm interested in uh, pursuing one. And let me tell you, I already had it on the track. I have a, a video up on YouTube that says I bought a GT500 and we put it on the drag track. We had it on the road course. I got to ride with one of the Lamar winning drivers who got me in trouble because he t- shut off the radio for communications. He goes, just drive it. Which- <laughs> so uh, <laughs> now, uh, so uh, is, do they really feel there's a uh, there's a market for an all-electric Mustang? Because I just don't see the market for it. They're, it's not, they're not considering it a Mustang. They're considering it an SUV. It's a Mustang-inspired SUV. So, uh, what happened was uh, someone at the top, uh, and I know who it is, said, we need to do something to make more products out there because we took away cars. What can we do? Right. They said, let's use an iconic brand and do something with it. And so they came up with this great idea. Now, I know there are internal people who are not happy about it because we've had off-the-record conversations. But you have to drink the Kool-Aid when you work for a company. And we've all had to do that. Oh, I guess i got to you know do, do what I can to help make it be successful. The problem is consumers have to want it. And the consumers you're selling to are not going to be Mustang enthusiast. I don't see you owning one of these, Sandy. No, and, and plus half of California burns down. They have no electricity. Uh, sometimes they shut it off purposely. Is that a good time to have an all-electric car? I don't think so. Uh, well, this is all part of making it a compliance appliance, as I call it. That's exactly what it is. What, 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 else, uh, what else looks good out there? What else is there any buzz about? Well, interesting. I'm here, and they're talking about shutting electricity off to 150,000 people. In Southern California. That's what I mean. If you had an, elect, uh, an electric car parked out front, I hope it's already charged when they do it. Yeah, really. Or you better have something else. Yeah. Well, let, last night we got to see some pretty interesting vehicles. We got to see the Aston Martin DBX, which is their SUV. Um, so I guess it's a new car for James Bond. Uh, it, it's kind of, I'm not really sure if I like it. It looks almost like a Kia Sportage. But it's going to have a lot of power. It's going to be uh, – we'll get a chance to drive it when it comes out. Uh, we also got to see the new Audi e-tron. Everyone's going electric. Yep. I, was, I was going to ask you about the uh, Audi because they, they've been uh, thinking and doing about electric for a long time. Well, Audi actually, one thing I have to say is I drove the Audi e-tron in Abu Dhabi, which was an absolute experience. Um, when they build cars, they, they do a lot of research. The Germans do things completely different than the domestics and the Japanese. And I think they've done a really nice job. The car looks good. And the thing is about the electrics of any of these that, are, that were here, um, they're going to be something you can take to a dealer and get a loaner car and get parts rather than Tesla where there's no dealer network and those people that have them that are listening 
understand that if you need a part, it's going to be 14 weeks in order to get to get taken care of it. That's a problem. Oh, man, that is a problem. When we were uh, on one of our trips out in California, saw a lot of Teslas. That's the only place I've seen a lot of Teslas. Uh, they, they, I like the best thing I like about them are their style and their dashboard. The rest of it you can keep. You know, it's funny I, when I look at it. I, I'm now looking at a very dated car. It's like looking at a Taurus. I mean, they all start to look the same. And the Model Three looks like what I, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you call I call it Dementor. It sort of sucks the soul out of you. <laughs> it's, it's boring. <laughs> boring. All right, I got to take a break. Can you stay for another segment? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, call room service and get something delivered, and we'll be back uh, after this. <laughs> Let's go back to Los Angeles and uh, Lauren Fix. Good morning, Lauren. You, you mentioned that uh, the big news, of course, was the Mustang, but I don't really see a market for it. Neither do you. And what else? You mentioned the e-tron from um, Audi. Anything else catch your eye? Yeah, you know, I think there's been a lot of buzz waiting for probably the other big story from the show, which is the Land Rover Defender. So we know Land Rover makes the Range Rover. They also make Land Rovers that we know about. And it, Land Rover's really changed, especially with brands like, and models like Velar, with it's really cool and sleek. And so they redid the Defender. The Defender is a, an SUV that is smaller and very capable. Um, and, you know, it, it promises to go back to that roots, you know, I think that Defender is all about. So if you've ever been a Land Rover fan or seen the version of uh, 22 years ago, they came up with a new version of it, and it's going to hit the marketplace in the mid-40s, which is unusual for a Land Rover brand, but it's really cool-looking. And it's going to be the same vehicle they brought out that was in the James Bond movie, which is going to be called No Time to Die, and that's coming out very soon. I was hoping Daniel Craig would be there. He was. <laughs> he shows up. Well, the Defender, uh, they had the Defender out when I was in Milwaukee. I went and looked at it. It's very capable, and they have very capable, uh, uh, they have very capable vehicles and, and a, a better selection than they used to have. What else was going on out there? So that was pretty cool. Uh, besides Aston Martin, the Lexus LC500 convertible. I know you did look at the Lexus LC500. I did. I looked at the coupe. Very nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, the problem with the coupe is I, I think, I don't know, it's, it's just, there's a few things missing, but it's not bad looking. I like the styling of the coupe. Yeah. yeah. Once you get to that price point, though, once you start getting into the higher price points of any car, suddenly the market opens up. If you've only got 20000 to spend, you know, the Nissan Sentra was here. It's brand new. Great. You, know, you should look at those cars. But when you're thinking, well, wait a minute, I really want something really that makes a statement, the LC500 convertible does. It's going to have 471 horsepower. It's going to have a 5-liter V8, which is not really when you think of Toyota what you think of. So this is a real big departure for them. Uh, Lincoln Corsair, uh, the Grand Touring they came out with. I do like the Lincoln lineup. Actually, my in-laws just bought a Lincoln. Uh, they bought an MKC because there's a lot of them left over on the lot. Good deal to be had. Uh, I have a Navigator, and I think it's uh, perhaps the best uh, truck I've ever owned. That Navigator won Truck of the Year. Speaking of which, at 8.15 Pacific time, so it's 11.15 your time, I will be calling the North American Car, Truck, and Utility Vehicle of the Year. Oh, cool. Can you tell us what it is? We won't tell anybody. Uh, right. Unfortunately, Deloitte has it. It's been sitting in a mayonnaise jar. And- <laughs> so. so you're going to announce it. Now, that's exciting. That's fun. Just uh, President of the group. I don't want to spook you, but I have two words for you. Steve Harvey. Never mind. Uh, oh, I know. I will not be saying La La Land. <laughs> the joke. <laughs> How about trucks? Gonna- How about trucks? Uh, what, what's out there in trucks? 
Well, when it comes to hunting trucks, it depends. You now, everyone's sort of blending those lines between truck and car. Right. Uh, Tesla's going to have their cyber truck coming out, uh, and I'll be talking about that when it comes out on Thursday. So I'll be here for the pickup truck launch. Uh, the problem with Tesla is he does this for a stock bump. Uh, you know, we're going to have this truck. It's going to be great. We're going to show it at the SpaceX facility. It's right next to the airport. And everyone's going to go. And, and the problem is half that truck is going to be filled with batteries in order to have enough energy to move that thing. Uh, and then they don't, they don't have the production line to build it, so they have to build a whole new line and a whole new plant. And so we've got a battery issue with all these rare earth minerals. So I, I think it's more of a for stock. Do they have Do they have anything, a uh, hurdle that they have to jump over for taking the batteries back when, they've, when they're dead and disposing of them? Has have yeah. any disposal plans shown up? Nobody. And I'll tell you what, you want to be the next billionaire or trillionaire, here's what you need to do. Figure out a way to recycle all these EV batteries. It's going to be a huge problem. That and solar panels. So why everybody's building something, the cart is slightly before the horse. The infrastructure is not there for charging, especially in Buffalo. We have some charge ports, but certainly you have to charge at home. Uh, and we'll go into that in just a second. But we have all these batteries. They're made of cobalt, lithium, mercury, and a lot of rare earth minerals. So basically... When you have to recycle this, and I've talked to a lot of people that specialize in this area, they say you have to be able to break it apart in order to recycle it. So cobalt is not recyclable, and it's very dangerous to humans and animals, and it actually burns the earth when they mine it. And they only mine it in, in Africa, which is a sad part, and, and all the mines are owned by China. So you'll no longer be beholden to the Middle East. You'll be beholden to China. So until they've come up with a solution for that, now the problem with the recycle is it's sort of like saying you made a cake. And you use two eggs. Sandy, here's the cake. Pull out the two eggs. Oh, yeah, right. It's mixed in. And that's the problem because it's mixed together and it's baked together. It's called actually a cake, what's inside the battery. The, there's no way to separate it. And no one's been able to come up with a solution. And some of those same rare earth minerals are in solar panels. So if you've got nothing to do, go online and look up solar panel salvage yards. And you'll see what they do is when they take them off homes and they're damaged and they need to be replaced, the installer is exposed to the mercury, which is very dangerous, as we know, from years past. But now they have to take those, and what do they do with them? They put them in their truck, and they take them to a salvage yard, and they sit there because there's nothing you can do with wow. them. cannot be broken down. Uh, answer a question. A per, uh, yeah, answer a personal question for me. Uh, how would you say the Shelby 500 Mustang uh, holds up against the Hellcat? Oh, now are we talking drag racing? or No, no, just, just as general cars. Uh, not not uh, drag racing. I can get the numbers from the magazine. Just as a general drive-to-work car. Yeah. Uh, I would say I would absolutely take the Shelby GT500 because you can change the modes. It has Magnarite shocks. You can make it really comfortable and really quiet if you want to sneak in and not wake up the neighbors. But also can be very loud and in-your-face and all about power and performance. And it has a, a track mode as well as a drag strip mode. With the Hellcat, which uh, I'm really a big fan of, um, I, especially when you're looking at a demon, which would probably be the real comparative. You're looking at 760 horsepower, but you've got a much heavier car. Yeah, that's true. It's time for a reface on the body for the Challenger as well, and that is something that you'll probably see with the merger of PSA, and uh, which is Peugeot, and Opel with uh, Fiat Chrysler. So it's going to be a lot of changes. I know there's a pairing down of the Alpha lineup. We're going to see a huge revamp on uh, Maserati. So that's going to be interesting. But if you have unlimited cash, you know, I was at the Porsche Taycan, uh, or Taycan, I think it said, global so, reveal, which was in Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, very, very good. Okay, uh, let's see. I did have uh, one more question. Uh, I'll ask it off the air sometime. Okay, thank you, Lauren. Have a great day in L.A.
All right, I'll be posting on Instagram all day long if you want to see what's going on, so just follow me at Lauren Fix. Okay, Lauren Fix, very good. Uh, the car doctor, uh, the car professor, she's uh, all-knowing and all-telling. The car care coach. Yeah, well, uh, who would get excited? I mean, Mustangs are very popular and have been for a long time, and people get excited over them. And the beautiful part of Mustang, they have all kinds of different price points depending on, on what your bank account says. So you got uh, several models to choose from, all at different levels. Uh, you can start here and move to there, whatever. Uh, but putting a, an all-electric Mustang out, calling it the Mach-E for electric, uh, doesn't make any sense. No, I can't it's, it's see It's going to go over as well as the electric Harley. Yeah, exactly. Harley, you think of that sound. Uh, potato, you know, potato. Yeah, nobody's going to want it quiet. <laughs> so I don't know how the, you know these big uh, corporations do all kind of focus groups and and this and that and the other thing. I uh, I don't know how they ever came to a majority vote on something like this. Plus, it's going to be very limited production, I'm sure. If you were in Ford, wouldn't you call or contact the Mustang groups around the country to gauge their idea? Because that's your diehard customer yeah, right exactly. there. exactly. And now you've got some choices if you want to uh, trade around or buy up or, you know, uh, you got the, the one that I just talked to her about, the 500 uh, Shelby. Uh, you've also got uh, the Mus, uh, the that Super is the, Snake. Uh, Super Snake. Uh, so you got there's a lot of things out there, uh, especially if you like performance and good styling. We're back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And we are back with Beach and Company, and thanks, of course, to Lauren Fix. She's in uh, L.A. at the L.A. Auto Show for up-to-date information. Uh, let me see. Okay, last night was a very, very good night. Uh, AAA put out a very, very nice presentation. Uh, and uh, the woman uh, from uh, the Great Cruise Line, um, uh, there's, no, there's no better one than, uh, uh, than, uh, than the ones that we use, and, and we're using... One river, one uh, Viking river cruise, and uh, two ocean cruises. So that's one river and two ocean coming up next. I have to make sure i got to straighten out now. We're going to announce three trips, and I have them in my hand. In my hand. And I'm going to give them to you in order. And I'll just give you a quick look at, at what they are, so then you can make up your mind whether you want to call 1-844-688-7477. All right, the first trip will be June 24th through July 5th of this year on Viking, 
and we are going to Russia. Uh, Russia! We will be in Russia. And one thing about the layout of this trip that I really, really like, uh, of the uh, of the time we have, we actually have time four days in Moscow and four days in St. Petersburg, uh, and there are a lot of other stops along the way. I have the list right here in front of me. Uh, but it's a wonderful glance at uh, what's going uh, on in there. And if you if you like uh, if you like Russia, this is where where we're going. Red Square, Bolshevik Theater, Gum Department Store, the Kremlin, uh, Lenin's Tomb, the Cosmonaut Museum, uh, the Elegant Metro System, the Vodka Museum, and a performance of the Russian Ballet. See, I think that I'm becoming more uh, upscale now. I went to the high tea in our last uh, <laughs> our last uh, uh, time together, and now I'll be uh, checking out the ballet, of course. And as we said, June twenty fourth through July fifth, we're going to Russia, and we hope you'll join us. So, what's the next trip? The next trip after that will be August fourteenth through August twenty fourth, and there. Uh, we are we are have another a very very nice trip. I'm, I'm just trying to see. I'm I'm trying to read these as as we go along, uh, but it's Alaska, it's Alaska, and there's so much to see. We've done one Alaska trip. Uh, well, that was the first one we've ever done, Alaska, and uh, enjoyed it. Had a good time. There's a lot to see in Alaska. I remember when I came back, I said anybody uh, who has not been to Alaska has not seen America. It is phenomenal. It's really great. And that's the second trip. Uh, and that's uh, August 14th through the 24th. So, so far, trip number one, Russia. Trip number two, Alaska. Trip number three. I said uh, we would have something on a lot of people's bucket list. Oh, yeah. Australia and New Zealand. Now, Tony, you got that one. That's the yes. one. We, we didn't announce it, but... That's the one you guessed would be on on the in the trio. That's because years ago you told me that uh, you Bucket someday list. you wanted to go to Australia, but uh, the flight was uh, yeah, it is a long, a long flight. flight. Yeah, it is a long flight. But I'm going to do what I have to do, and we hope you'll join us. And that is Feb, uh, January 20th through February 3rd of 2021. Not uh, not this coming uh, uh, time, but the uh, year after this. So uh, that Australian trip, uh, going to Australia and, and uh, New Zealand, Auckland to Sydney, uh, will be the 20th of January through the 3rd of February of 2021. So that's, uh, that's the lineup. Pretty strong. Pretty strong, I'm just telling you. Um, uh, Russia, very exciting. I've not seen one inch of the uh, land in Russia, so looking forward to that. Alaska, but a lot of people want to uh, travel only domestically, uh, and that's a wonderful choice because even if you've been there before, there's so much to do and so much to do again. You got to go to that place that had the, the it was a restaurant, I think, and it had Buffalo Bills parking in Alaska. Yeah, that's right. When we got uh, off the train, there it was. Um, it says Buffalo Bills parking. So the first uh, first trip, trip number one is Russia. Trip number two is Alaska. And trip number three is Australia. There you have it. Now, what do you do now? Well, you talk it over with whoever you have to talk it over with and uh, give a call to uh, AAA because uh, this is under the auspices of AAA. We've done 10 trips with them. I'm very, very pleased. And this will also be uh, a great, uh, great itineraries in each and every one of them. And keep in mind with Viking, 
uh, you get a, uh, a free excursion with every port of call. And several of these uh, destinations have several ports of call. So uh, the number to call, you'll write it down, one 888 7477 That's 1-844-688-7477. And we'd like to thank, once again, all the folks who came out uh, last night. It was overflow. I mean, truly overflow. We had people standing where we had to send out for more chairs uh, so they could be seated, and it was phenomenal. And I hope you'll give consideration to these trips. If one of them fits into your plans, sign up for it. We'll go on the adventure together. We'll take a break right now. Okay, I always like to see what my guys think. Uh, we've just had the big unveiling of the next three trips with Dan Neverth. Trip number one in Russia in June of uh, next year. Trip number two to Alaska two months after that, and then trip number three, Australia. So you got Russia, uh, Alaska, and Australia. Okay, uh, Tony, if you had to pick one, if suddenly the money fairy came down out of the sky and said, I want you to have a nice vacation, which one would you pick? Well, I'd be torn between two of them. One, the Alaska, because the pictures that you've sent in the past are absolutely beautiful. It's, it's a gorgeous state. Yeah, so I think that part would be breathtaking, but part of me would love to go to Australia and New Zealand. Uh, the Australians, they're big into cars. They love racing. Yep. Uh, kind of quirky though, they like burnout competitions, which is uh, fun. But I'd also like to catch uh, rugby games there. You have uh, the famous New Zealand All Blacks, who are one of the most famous rugby teams in the world, so I think that would be fun. Uh, great. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like all three Obviously, I chose them. Uh, but the bottom line is, I, I don't know if I had to pick one. Luckily, I don't. But if I had to pick one, I don't know which one i pick. Buzzy, how about you? A little different perspective. Uh, Australia, Russia, and let's see. Russia, Australia, and Alaska. Australia. 100% would be Australia. Uh, one of my now, that's a knife. Okay, go ahead. I love watching um, the Australian Open and the views they show when they come back from the breaks. Australian rules football is crazy, so I'd love to go watch one of those matches. Um, and, you know, it's just it's, it's the weather's always good in Australia. Yep. And New Zealand is kind of like Australia, but a country of its own. I'd, I'd love to, to check that out as well. And people so, that go down uh, there for that vacation say that New Zealand is as much fun and as good a destination as Australia. So that's great. They're right next to each other, and we're going to be there. We're going to go to both places. We had a co-worker that was from New Zealand. Yeah, we did. She was uh, Larry Levitt's secretary. Right. right? I yeah. loved her, her accent. Yes, it was, it so was did a I. a really cool accent. Anyway, if you're interested in any of these, uh, give Triple A a call right here, getting everything organized. 1 844 688 I think you should box a kangaroo. I Oh, yeah, they, they'll, they'll knock you on your, <laughs> on your tush. I, but I am looking forward to seeing koala bears and kangaroos, especially. I think it'll be really cool. Yeah. Definitely. Want, as long as they're not in the hotel. I, <laughs> I don't think they'll be there. No, no ruse in the lobby. All right, let's see. What are we talking about today? We're talking about the subhead on, on everybody's mind uh, that, that follows the news, obviously, and that would be uh, the presidential impeachment inquiry. See, it's still an inquiry because they still haven't voted that it is uh, suddenly going to be uh, go a step further and, and uh, go toward impeachment and eventually take a vote on impeachment. 
And if they did that, then it would go to the Senate for their trial. And the Senate makes the decision. That's just the way it is. Uh, I, I'd like to know some things. The president has, testi- has said that he might like to testify. I don't know why he said it, to be honest with you. Uh, probably, I, I think that's probably a little ego involved with even saying that. Because most of the people involved with this are all lawyers and high-priced uh, this and high-priced that. And I have a feeling that he thinks uh, that he's sharp enough, glib enough, and on his feet enough to take them on one-on-one. Uh, I, would, uh, I would leave the questioning to the professionals, but what do you think? Uh, should the president uh, uh, Trump testify? And if he does, should it be in person or written? And I'll, I'll tell you one thing. If he does, I would, I would advise him not to. But if, if he does, if he insists on it, I would insist on written. Because written, you can go back. Okay, that isn't quite what I meant. Okay, this you could take another way. Once you say it, it's there. It's out there in cyberspace. You can't take it back. And 8,000 people have recorded it, and it's gone viral. And uh, every, it's, there's suddenly there are posters up on the Empire State Building. I mean, no. So uh, the, my uh, first question I'll answer is he should not testify. But if he, ha- if he has to, if he finds out he has to, uh, written testimony. What do you think? I agree with. Uh, I would agree with written. You know, and I'm my thought process is a little bit different. In the fact that I believe that in his mind he knows that this is nothing but a hoax that the Democrats are uh, pushing. So he wants to debunk it. He he's sitting back. I believe, and he's laughing at them at this point because well, they haven't touched him. Well, first of all, in his mind is great, but it has to be in the mind of the people who have the votes. Uh, and uh, I, I think he thinks he's smarter than they are, and in many cases he probably is. Uh, but I think that's, that's what's driving that. Let's take a break. Rush Limbaugh is next. We'll be back after that. We'll find out what Buzzy thinks of whether the president should testify, and if so, should it be written or verbal? We'll be back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.